everywhere. It's eleven hundred dollars. Right. So, welcome to the Right Can't Read. I have no bit, I just have been uh, actively and feverishly confused by what's happening in music. And I, I wanted to follow up to our country episode. I think that's good. Let's do it. Yeah. I, I, I did, I did my homework and I listened to these two horrible things that we were talking about in other content, at least two of the things. I, I don't know if you got more than the two songs in your I, brain. I have a few things that I would love to get your thoughts on, but yes, let's start with your thoughts on either one of the original. So there is, um, okay, let's start by talking about Jason Aldean. Oh, good Lord. And at the worst and working our way. Yeah. Um, Try that in a small town. So here's the thing about Jason Aldean is I have no idea when he became an artist because he <laughs> so- the name sounds like someone who has been around for a long time yeah since the dawn of but my I got a I got a friend who I know from Tennessee who now lives in Japan and he had no idea who Jason Aldean. blessings upon him so that makes me think that this happened post that he is relatively new but I don't know what do you know when he started recording I believe his first album came out in like 2005. Okay, so I'm not wrong. He he has been around for a while. He has been around. And like, okay. it's impossible to be a new artist and look as divorced as Jason Aldean does. He's not. Yeah, that was that was another data divorced. point in my in my assumption that he has been around for a while. Like he looks, he, yeah. he's got a Ford F-150 with a thin blue line decal Absolutely. on it. Um, He's got a dog that he yells at. Uh, yeah, yeah. uh a yard that is now his his vessel for all of his emotion <laughs> yeah yeah which is just him yelling hispanic gardener <laughs> yes yeah yeah uh and he is he sucks so i was listening to this song try that in a small town and it was the dumbest song i've heard in a long time yes the drums are terrible like it's a very basic drum beat through the entire song it's got butt rock guitar and then acoustic guitar that sounds like baby's first chord progression (laughs) yeah and (laughs) like you haven't even gotten to close to the worst part of the song uh, the lyrics are god awful yeah uh how about you tell you talk about the lyrics because they (laughs) i heard them and i listened to them and they just slid off of my brain as if Jason Aldean was casting dissonant whispers on me. Solid. The only time D&D and Jason Aldean have made it into the... I'm an artist. This is my art. (laughs) Yeah, so the lyrics of Try That in a Small Town are, like, there are things you can read into a microphone. These aren't one of them, because I will never be able to get myself the same way after doing that. (laughs) And we've talked about... uh... Varg's tabletop role-playing game. Oh, yeah. I mean, in the immortal words of the Coen, they say what you will about the tenets of national socialism, <laughs> at least it's an epic. <laughs> it's just like, try that in a small town. Is just like, what if the like lamest dude from your high wrote about how much he dislikes Fox News's picture of 
Portland yeah. and San Francisco. Yeah, it's fun. Like I've got a, a little co-op campaign of Baldur's Gate going with a friend of mine, and we were chatting about what we wanted our characters to be. And we were like, well, we don't want to be evil because neither of us feel good about that. So let's just be like the drunk guys at a bar. <laughs> yes. And that is this song. Yes. Uh, my my dwarf barbarian's name is Carvin. And Carvin <laughs> just attacks people who are rude to him. That is Jason Alte. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Except that like, is this less song. cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it like starts with him talking about essentially like how people in cities are like beating up random people and carjacking old ladies. Pulling and... guns on liquor store owners. <laughs> yeah. And like everyone's burning flags and like cussing at cops. Honestly, it's the kind of America that I want. But he's <laughs> against it, clearly. For a brief moment in 2020 and redacted, we I had that it. America. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> people were just burning flags and cussing out cops and punching people they don't like on the sidewalk. It sounds, yeah. it was great. It was my <laughs> utopia. I'm here for it. Rob a liquor in a non-actionable way. And I kind of, <laughs> like, I swear, like, there were more liquor store robberies when I lived in a small town. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and then he moves on to talking, then he gets to the, oh, they said the title in the show mode, where he says, well, try that in a small town. And he just starts, like, dishing out threats about yep. what happens if you burn a flag in a small town. Yep. And implies that he's going to shoot people and fight people and his friends are really tough guys. The and good they'll boys. do the same. Good old boys are coming in. Yeah. There are lots of I love about this song. <laughs> really strike me about Jason Aldean as a person. Um, <laughs> and I feel like a lot to say, having both been people who grew up in small towns. Mm -hmm. That like Jason Aldean is from Macon, Georgia. Yeah, okay. It's How big is Macon? 150,000 people. All right, yeah, fuck off. Yeah, the town that I lived in was, I think, 15. Yeah, it's part and, of a, like, it's also like a small can a greater statistical area that has half yeah. a million people. Yeah. Yeah, like, he is in no way from no. a small town. No, and, like, by by a lot of metrics, like, yeah, God, that was motherfucker. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, like, the idea that like, one, the hilarious thing is that, like, anyone would want to try this in a small town. That, like, I love the idea. This is one of my favorite right-wing trends that, like, Portland Antifa or Berkeley students or, like, L.A. fucking Black Panther type yeah. are going to ride to, like, Frog Dick, Idaho. Yeah, well, I mean, to be fair, Frog Dick, Idaho has a really good burger, <laughs> burger place. Yeah, sure. <laughs> no yeah i mean we saw it with like the the wildfires in 2020 like they worked themselves into a tizzy thinking that antifa was setting the fire yeah and set up blockades that wound up contributing to towns getting burned down <laughs> yeah because these fucking maniacs were so goddamn just maniacs <laughs> yeah yeah and there's a great thing he says which is that the song, he wrote the song to like try to explain that in small towns, quote, we all have each other's backs and we look out for each other. That's fucking bullshit. <laughs> yeah, that is absolute in a bullshit. Small town. Yeah. No. Like the closest you get to that is if you go to church with people. Yeah. But even then, church is just, you talk shit about each other. 
yeah. all the time. Like I obviously was not in a church, <laughs> but I had friends who were in like the big church in Smyrna and they, they, the most snipey motherfuckers in the world and yeah. they didn't help each other. No, no one helped each other. There's like no sense of solidarity in like small towns by no. and large. No more than in big cities, for sure. Yeah. I would argue there's more in big cities because you have anarchists in big cities. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> who feed people. Yeah. <laughs> you don't so... get food not bombs in Smyrna, Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah, I it, it may I don't know. We, you grew up in a different part of the town, but it sounds like it was very similar. Yeah, it was like a small rural agricultural town in Hawaii, which like is different, but isn't like it was cattle ranchers and farmers and just like people you know. just doing the the fun sounds. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> you good, fam? Okay. You're fucking impeding my audio quality. <laughs> This is the problem with dogs, is they don't respect the sanctity of audio recording. Listeners, I beg you, if you have dogs, you must train them to respect the sanctity recordings. We'll cut that in post so it doesn't look like I abuse it. No, I, well, no, you're 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 laying the, the the law down. Yeah, I'm establishing myself as an alpha. Yeah, this is how you train dogs. Trust me, I know. I rule Barry with an iron fist. <laughs> <laughs> he, he looks ruled with an iron fist absolutely where did he go? <laughs> all right <laughs> yeah and so it... i then set out because jason aldean right of course not yeah so i was like you know let's cut him some slack maybe he wanted, was like i'm a fascist i make it <laughs> so all of the writers are from towns that have over 150 people and the producer is also from, there was no one involved in Try That in a small town that grew up in a small town. <sighs> who are these? Uh, okay. I, I know a couple of people who who write song or used to write songs for country. Thankfully, none of them. Were. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is my best friend from college. <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> And I really wanted to talk about Try That in a Sound because I think it's the ultimate, like, it's been a joke about country for a lot. Like, these are people in $400 jeans yeah. who have never been to a small city in their life. And this is just, like, the epitome of, yeah. like, it's the combining of, like, weird fascist politics with not knowing how small towns or, like, the actual people you're singing to work. Yeah. In a way that I don't think has really been done before. I don't know. I I I I feel like Florida Georgia line probably had similar shit. They were making so overtly just though. I yeah, that I don't know because I yeah, did you, not listen. No to one's them. ever listened to a full Florida Georgia line song. This is a fact. <laughs> yeah, I will not be told otherwise. Yeah, no. Yeah, nothing good has ever come out of Florida, and that is nothing. a fact. Yeah, absolutely not. Florida Georgia line is just a warning. In fact. <laughs> yeah. Cross you no are further. Near the Florida Georgia line, <laughs> either north or south, as quickly as possible. Yeah, no, I. You might be right. I. It. It. It's just like the white collar collarization of like clan politics in a way that's yeah. like totally interesting. Yeah. Yeah, oh. packaging that, making it palatable, making it into a hit. 
Yeah, there were comments on the video that were like, stay true to yourself, Jason. We love you for this. And man, just, I don't know. I don't fucking know. Yeah. It, it It's just such a goddamn bummer because I was listening after this to some of the Highwaymen sh- songs. Oh, very good. Yeah. And it used to be good. Yeah. And now here we are. Yeah. I think what we're trying to say about Try That in Small Town is that the 2017 Las Vegas shooter needed to work. <laughs> he, he had the opportunity <laughs> to prevent this. He could have killed Jason Aldean. Uh, and he's ready to do it. I had forgotten that had happened. Had a Jason Aldean concert. Yeah. Oh, my God. I just, every, every time I meet someone who is not from this country, <laughs> who has chosen to move here, you just gotta want why at the point they don't leave again, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and I'm I'm specifically talking about people from like Western Europe. Oh yeah, like get the fuck <laughs> like, out of here! What are you? What are you doing? Yeah. yeah, there was a woman with like a German or an Austrian accent in bar the other night that I was at. Why are you here? <laughs> like, why did you leave? <laughs> yeah, like, just go anywhere. The other fact I learned about Aldine that I can't stop thinking about is that his children are named Memphis and Navy. What? Which feels like you're trying too hard. That that sounds like a weird, like a right wing version of you know, like Joaquin Phoenix's family has all the the strange names. Yeah, it, that's how it feels like. It's like I'm just gonna go with SEC things. We're gonna be Memphis. <laughs> you're gonna be Commodore. <laughs> it is like it's got to be a college football thing. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> Fuck, I thought they were just stupid, but now they're so much worse. <laughs> Third Jesus. child roll tide. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, this is... <laughs> Go pig suey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh. He just sucks. This song sucks. And the fact that we're, like, turning fascism into, like, a marketable stadium country. Yeah. In a way that we didn't even do during like 9-11 yeah. is remarkable. Yeah, I, I can't wait for the tour to hit redacted. Oh, and fuck. All of these people rolling through my neighborhood yeah. in giant cowboy boots oh. and their tank F-150s because they're scared to take the max. <laughs> <laughs> I bet if I I'm, I'm a fucking true American. I don't need to do that. I haven't taken the fucking train. Fuck that. It's a crime train. Well... He's coming in a month, so enjoy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I just, I feel like there's a kind of thing that's like possible to make if you are like a Frankenstein of movie producers and music producers, like images of what country music looks like. It's, it will, I I think I told this story about, you know, when I was in middle school going to the, the country music hall of fame and writing just the fill in the blank country song about a Ford truck. Yeah. 50, whatever it was. And it's just, that's what it is, is you get the, the songwriters who have not lived in all town and would never live in, are yeah. like, well, we, we, this is what the four quadrant consumer of country music wants. Yeah. So we're going to write a song that is aggro based on Fox news talking points and we're going to slap together easy pro- easy to produce easy to play music that's going to hit because it's familiar yes that's what it is and it's it's not 
surprising, but like everything else in this world, it's frustrating and tiring. Yeah, it is incredibly frustrating and yeah. tiring. Yeah, so tired all the time. <laughs> oh, and just like the fact that the thing Jason Aldean known for before this song was writing country songs and performing them where you'd the radio and just like shotgun out other people's names. You just be like, oh, this is fucking Tim McGraw was, or yeah, yeah. Alan Jackson, like whoever the fuck. And that's like all he's done for his entire career. And I just have questions about like why this is his pivot. It's makes money. Yeah. I think that's the easy answer. That's it. It makes money. You got to afford, uh, you know, the the other house in Bell Mead in Nashville. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> got to look as fancy as possible. Yeah. If Taylor Swift has a has a penthouse near Vanderbilt, you got to get that mansion in Bell Mead. <laughs> Show your benefit bona fides. And I just wonder if this is what we're going to be subjected to ever at this point. Like, well, at some point we're all going to die. So no, not forever. <laughs> the sweet and release of yeah. a Jason Aldean-less afterlife. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that should comfort you. Because <laughs> this this is like a thought that's been needling in the back of my brain since the Budweiser boycott. Yeah. Which is that like, there are enough crazy conservative fucking fascist wackos to be a market force if they yeah. work together if they even have like one schism there just aren't enough. yeah but if they're like all formed into one weird glob of evil, they can do things like make an objectively horrible song top the chart yeah or basically have like a impact that destroys budweiser or bully target into yeah, taking yeah. down their their pride flags it's fucking <laughs> yeah yeah or the Los Angeles Dodgers to back down from inviting an LGBTQ. I forgot about that. Oh, I didn't. The Dodgers are the villains, so it's fine. <laughs> we always knew they were bad. Are they? Absolutely. Okay. I, I, I'm not, I, I, I don't remember. That wasn't skepticism. That was, I don't remember. I think it's undercut by the fact that the main character goes to play for the Dodgers. But. That's right. He does. Yeah. Have you watched this recently, or do you just remember? I watched it the same well? lot like eighty times as a child. It is the best okay. childhood movie. Uh, I did. I beg to differ. That was Star Trek Four: The Voyage Home. That's an insane answer. The one where they go with back the in whales? time with the whales. <laughs> it's either that or the Great Mouse Detective. Fight me. <laughs> Those the are the two. Mouse Detective was a close second. It's a good movie. A lot of good movies about mice. Fievel goes west. Fievel goes west. Uh, oh yeah, Fievel goes west was on pretty heavy route. I was scared of first one. That was a scary movie. I don't remember why, but I remember being scared of it. <laughs> You're like, this mouse is clearly Jewish and things are not going well. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I feel it deep in my bones. Yeah, no. Did I tell you I was at, uh, I was talking, oh, to one of our mutual friends. Um, and she was like, do you think that Jews are better equipped to deal with stress because of all of the problems that Jews have had, I go, no, you know me. Why would you think that? <laughs> it's the opposite. And I was telling this to another friend of mine, and she was also obviously also baffled. And she was like, I've been at so many like, Jewish conferences where they're like psychiatrists who are like, yeah, you guys are fucked up as, as a people. <laughs> 
might be because we are the villains in one of society's main holy books. You know, uh, there's going to be a sequel to The, the Passion Bible? of the Christ. Oh, no. Because Mel Gibson needs to be stopped and no one <laughs> will stop him. <laughs> Christ 2, the Christening. He dipped out and then he made, uh, what was it, Fury, I think, and then a, another other couple of movies and kind of got rehabilitated. And I'm pretty sure, unless that was a joke arc, which is not out of the realm of possibility. Passion of the Christ Resurrection is oh, the title. No. I'm going to go to That's IMDb. A, funny title to... a sequel to The Passion of the Christ 2004 focuses on the events that occurred three days between the crucifixion and resurrection when Jesus Christ descended to Abraham's bosom to preach and resurrect Old Testament saints. Wait, so they're doing the Christ in purgatory bit that's what it sounds like insane well because then the storyline is different from what i just read or the storyline section this one says the sequel focuses on the events that occurred three days between the crucifixion and the resurrection yeah mel gibson needs to be stopped he does need and it just it uh, you know related news sound of freedom (laughs) in caviezel oh yeah yeah just Fucking Jason Aldean. Jason Aldean. I hate that guy. And I hope that I don't just have to listen to like all of bro country pivot into like getting white dudes dicks hard about how tough they are for being like 45 and divorced in a small town. And then having (laughs) Tucker Carlson pump that shit number one on the charts forever, which is possible. There was a great Reddit post a while ago uh, of like a guy who had this very unfortunate experience with a dog groomer and his dog and uh the dog i'll 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 link it to you in the chat uh yeah this is my cousin's dog henry who was given a mohawk haircut from her we have been laughing for two days someone in the comments of that posted that it looks like the dog is divorced in ohio with with an f-150 There you go. That's that's accurate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's Henry. <laughs> A lot of comments about his sad eyes. <laughs> so yeah, so that dovetails us. That's the worst bit. That yes, that is. I think it's it's good that we got that out of out of play. Maybe yeah. maybe we should have saved that for last. And then that dovetails us into the mission that made Jason Aldean popular, the whole like Tucker Carlson, Matt Walsh, Uh conservative media ecosystem that made Try That in a Small Town a chart topper because it appealed to like 45-year-old white men in deeply red district. Yeah. The next person they found to do that with, Anthony Oliver, Oliver Anthony, who made the song Rich Men North of Rome. Who is this guy? I just, I described it to my friend in Japan as some guy on YouTube, but I don't know if he's done anything but this thing this is like his one thing he's never been like famous for it like he's not famous musician yeah this is like really one of the first things he's ever done that's like been popular okay and it's not even like a studio recording no he's in a yard yeah he's in in a a field field. with two dogs just hanging out behind him and you can like actively hear the wind yeah in some recording yeah um like he's he's a genuinely interesting dude because he doesn't seem like he sucks okay interesting given the content of this song yeah he seems like he's like kind of a small town conservative guy 
Perhaps he should have written Try That in a Small Perhaps Town. He, yeah, but he couldn't because <laughs> he's from one. Yes. <laughs> and he just like, he says things like diversity is one of his great strengths. And he says other stuff like that about, he just seems like a working class conservative, almost like Johnny Cashy kind of mm-hmm. guy. Sure. Which is the kind of guy I have posited doesn't anymore. <laughs> but he seems yet, to be like kind of in that. Yeah. Which is interesting that the second person they found couldn't even like really fit the bill. <laughs> yep. But Oliver Ant's just like so. This shouldn't be a number one song. I want to start there. It's recorded in a field. Yep. It's by a guy who's like never any kind of popular. So did he record stuff before? He has some stuff out. Okay. But like nothing. He's never billboarded before. Okay. In anything, like in any category. Because it seems like you watch the video and it sounds like it it looks like he's just a dude who plays regularly at like. Yeah, he's got big like dude plays at a bar energy. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, like he doesn't have a bad voice, I don't think, but I've only listened to it once. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing that like when I watched the video, I immediately was like, oh, this is like a conservative plant or something like that to try to become very, try to like gin up this whole thing and make money off like the Aldine thing. Because he has a very nice guitar, like a very nice guitar. And his mic. Did you catch what kind it is? uh, Gretsch, I think. Okay. And he has a really high quality mic. So I was like, this dude, clearly. But like, no, he's like a guy who has a job, like had a traumatic brain injury, lost his job, and like picked music and did a whole other, like, he's a normal fucking dude, by and large. Yeah, it seems okay. And, and go ahead. And he just happened to write a song about satanic pedophiles in, in DC. Which is another beef I have with how this guy's being portrayed. Okay. There's one part of this song that I feel is objectionable, which is he complains about people on welfare. Yes. Which, if you complain about the welfare system being too generous, you're not a serious person. Yes. um, He has also gotten blasted for the line, I wish politicians would look out for minors and not just minors on an island somewhere. Yeah. Which is true. Okay. That's not a stretch, right? That's just like documented. No, no but the, I think the the thing that twigs people is that is just so closely tied to batshit insanity. Absolutely. It is absolutely a Fox News. Yes. It on it's not quite on the same level as like Jason Aldean, but it's like enough if you don't have any context about this guy. It's enough to make you think, oh, this guy's a QAnon. Yes. Or at I least on that pipeline. No, if he, like, I agree with that. Yeah. Like, it's just true. Yeah. I, I mean, sure. But context of the song, the way it is, like, the way he is positioned in a, in a field and it sounds like good old boy music. Like, all of this leads me to, to make a snap judgment of, oh, this guy's on the QAnon. Yeah. Which I think is, like, what has happened with, okay. like, conservatives fucking loved it. There was a really interesting thing that happened with him where, like, far-right social media immediately fell in love with this guy. Like, actual, yeah. like, white supremacist, fascist, like, out-fascist social media fell in love with this guy. Because he yeah. mentions the QAnon shit. He gets upset about welfare. He makes fun of fat people. They were like, all of this is in line with what we like. Yeah. And then he did some interviews where he's like, I fucking hate you guys too. 
and I'm fine with black people. And like, I mean, all look at you stuff. being an actual observer of of <laughs> culture and going into it. Fuck you. What do you What do you think? I got time to do this? No, I got I got to go to shows that get canceled because of mass shootings. I don't got time to look at interviews, dude. And like his other songs aren't <laughs> that objectionable. Okay. And like he's just a fine fucking person. Okay. Like he's hard on welfare. And sure. he's a little fat phobic. Basic small town. Yeah, like that's 90% of people. Yeah. You posit that perhaps I was not in the Mintat mode. Yeah, you were while, not. While making my analysis. Yeah, you were and not. I allowed, I allowed emotion to cloud my judgment. You're Anthony Oliver, t- Oliver Anthony fucking to the last. Um, I keep flipping. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I think that this is so interesting right off the heels of the Aldean shit because, yeah. like, isn't what they think he is. Yeah. And they, like, can't find a coherent person to, like, prop up in their weird fascist movement. They propped up Jason Aldean and then immediately propped up someone who was like, diversity's our strength. The working class is better than yeah. the rich. Like, they just couldn't, they, like, how do you hit your card to the wrong horse so quickly? Well, I, I don't know. Cause, like, that's, that's, been working classes better than the rich has been like a thing that has been touted by chunks of fascist movements in terms of like the elites versus populist mentality so it's like it's not it's not far off and i think what you're getting at is you're saying you're saying based off of someone who looked at what this guy has said in other (laughs) contexts and only nerds are going to do that, Shark. Only giant dweebazoids <laughs> are going to do that. But, like, if he becomes popular and he gets, like, another song that, like, charts yeah. decently, it's not going to be Richmond Men with the Richmond. Like, we can only do the shtick one time. Yeah, sure. Well, you say that, but what if, you know, again, just, like, what if he hits the realization of like, well, you know, Jason Aldean makes a lot. But like Jason Aldean's other songs, are Big Green Tractor. Yeah. And so about like, you can you only get one of these songs. Yeah. And just like, it just doesn't, I don't get it. I don't get it. as much. And I also think it's a little bit about how like the charts are calculated. Um, yeah. the ch- how, the- how are charts calculated? I don't, was this, this was just a YouTube well, it's on right? like Spotify and stuff like that. Okay. And Apple Music and like all this shit. All and right. Richmond North of Richmond sold like 150,000 tracks. Okay. Which okay. means that 150,000 people paid 99 cents to download an empty play of the song off the internet, which is why it charted, which is yeah, okay. a fucking insane way to do this, right? Yeah. And it's had a lot of streams and stuff and it's big on you, but um, people are, are dragging the mp3 to the home screen of their <laughs> yeah, phone yeah exactly <laughs> which is like not on repeat for 10 hours <laughs> it's not like a valid method by which to judge whether a song but that's a whole other side thing yeah you're that that that's something i i am not equipped at all to deal with like talking about is like how do you chart these things i don't know i've never there's a band that i i Still can yeah, I still like him. Like Ailstorm and then Glory Hammer. And like the guy who started both of these bands will occasionally go on like tears on Reddit where he talks to people about how why he writes the songs that he does because they get a lot of streams. And then he breaks down 
how streaming is viewed like monetarily by record companies. And I am not exaggerating when I say that I got a better handle on like quantum relativity by by reading a couple of books than I do by how streaming is viewed by music labels. I don't understand. <laughs> Brian Greene has made me understand why gravity impacts time more than this stuff. Yeah, it's incredibly complicated. And my beef is largely that like, I think people who are still buying songs on like iTunes yeah. are way overvalued in this calculation, which I feel like is part of uh, why yeah, these songs maybe. are very successful. I think like old people yeah. have I mean, outsized them. Maybe. I don't, I'd be interested in like learning how like Bandcamp factors into this stuff. Cause I, I buy a fair chunk of stuff off of that service, but yeah. that's like full albums. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. It's all very common, but I feel like old people are weird and it's on some of them. But yeah. yeah, my point here is like Anthony Oliver doesn't seem that objectionable. Oliver, Anthony, okay. Jesus fucking Christ. Get John Oliver. Name. John Oliver. Yeah. Yeah. Anthony he, Bourdain. He doesn't seem that bad. He seems anti well. Can we stop roasting him for the Epstein thing? Okay. All right. Like, as okay. a culture, as a culture, we just need to I... accept that our politicians fuck 16-year-old girls on an island. They, they do. <laughs> just that what is, they do. That is, I, I will grant you that. They do. Yeah. It's like when I say that the FBI and CIA have killed multiple journalists. That yeah. is true. But everyone then also assumes that I think they killed JFK. They did, but... <laughs> one of those things is provably true and i shouldn't get a negative insinuation <laughs> for saying it at a coffee shop at 8 30 <laughs> i i feel like if you went back to that subpar bagel place that i found <laughs> yeah. and said it there they'd be they'd be on your side pretty yeah they would be on board yeah so maybe you should go back to the. <laughs> I'm planning a trip to New York, and I'm contemplating oh, nice. bringing a suitcase just to fill it with bagels. Bagels, <laughs> knishes, get some bialis. Yeah, for my yeah. for my train ride. Oh, you're doing a train? Yeah, I have some friends in Chicago. We're going, and then we're taking the train from there to New York because it would be like way cheaper than two flights. Yeah. That sounds fun. Yeah, travel by train, folks. It's the most efficient method of long distance travel hu humankind has yep. ever created, and you can do it. You can five hundred dollar trip New Mexico to New York, two people. That's that's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. I thought about doing that for a Chicago trip yeah. coming up, but then I thought that I I don't want to be away from my boy for that long. You can take him on the train. You you have to put him in a in a thing. He could be in a thing. I don't want to put him in a thing. He Get deserves. Get him a service dog vest. He barely moves. Yeah. No one will care. <laughs> yeah, you, I, you haven't been around him when we're outside of the apartment. Like, if we're not moving and we're not in the apartment, he just starts whining immediately. <laughs> I don't believe it. I think you'd have to take I, Barry through the train station on, like, a wheelie cart. <laughs> I should get my dog a rascal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Barry has huge rascal scooter. <laughs> Just riding through a Walmart parking the, lot. The other park cars. <laughs> the other morning, uh, I was sitting on the floor with him, and I tried to get him to play, and he just got up, turned around, and laid back down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
I think it could make it on the trip. Yeah, probably. When are you going to Chicago? Uh, October. Got a cousin's wedding. Give me dates. I'll be in October. No, oh, shit. All right. I'll, uh, yeah. We'll, 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 we'll plan we'll, this sometime when yeah. I'm not publishing it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we'll be in, we'll be in Chicago <laughs> October 2nd, DeAndre. <laughs> let's, I mean, let's be honest. This, well, I don't know. This might go up. Then we'll see. <laughs> yeah. All right. So your contention is that. Is it Anthony, Anthony Oliver, a.k.a. Oliver Anthony. I think is... he got a raw deal. All right. Okay. I, I will entertain this notion. If you have links to the interviews, you should share them. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we can let the we can let the marketplace of ideas decide. Yeah. And like the same week, essentially, like No Name, the rapper put out an album with. I don't know who No Name is. It's great no rapper. Name. Okay. Put out an album with someone named Jay like doing one of the verse who just has like an actively anti-Semitic. Nobody likes the Jews. <laughs> <laughs> so like Oliver Anthony is yeah. getting dragged. And like and I think nobody it's just, likes the Jews. <laughs> I think it's like a microcosm of what we're talking about with the Jason. Like yeah. his aesthetic is like he's got like that racist core aesthetic he does <laughs> and so he's good enough like the far right will take him yeah even when he's trying to actively reject them is what you're saying <laughs> yeah which i think is really interesting yeah it's like there aren't a lot of real artists that will hitch their wagon to weird shitty fascism yeah it's just jason aldean yeah yeah the anti-semitism thing is always interesting when it pops up in specifically like rap and hip-hop hip yeah I wonder what the mix is like someone who is not me and probably not you should yeah, <laughs> write yeah. about that and like, yeah. do an episode I you guess. don't think i should be like here's my thoughts on hip-hop i think there is there are contexts when it is valid for the two of us <laughs> to, to write about that and it's Perhaps... that kanye west did nothing wrong exactly <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I could comment on the Beastie Boys, perhaps. But... <laughs> Me too. I've been to New <laughs> I'm planning a trip to Brooklyn. I could talk about I could talk about the Beastie Boys. <laughs> qualified. God, I need to... that's a good take the train from Chicago to New York. <laughs> yes. Homeland calls. <laughs> <laughs> the homeland, yeah. The the with the sound of the Beastie. <laughs> the sound of the beasties, yeah. We, I was at the the bar I was wound up at last night was doing like Aaron Simon's '90s playlist, oh, wow. like yeah, high school playlist. Sorry, it was like a bunch of Offspring, <laughs> uh, Beastie Boys, <laughs> the Butthole Surfers. Butthole Surfers were on there. The Trooper by Iron Maiden popped up a couple of times. Oh. Yeah. Troopers, good shit. I've listened to that one butthole surfer song so many times on acid you, that it have you listened feel like I'm on acid? <laughs> have you listened to uh, "Steal My Sunshine" again since since oh, I pointed God. out its existence? No, it's <laughs> <laughs> like this can't. This feels like you plugged '90s song into an AI generator. <laughs> It was a similar moment like in my mid and finding out that Hanson existed and being like, yeah. I just need to connect with this ever again. Yeah, that was a big thing. There was the whole uh, whole weird conspiracy theory that they all died on a bus crash that floated around for a while. Because they did. 
they did. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the only time that a conspiracy theory has been proven. Yeah. So my point here is just let's okay. all let's all be nice, Oliver Anthony. He's fine. Okay. He's not great, but he's he's fine. He's fine. And there he's... are bigger fish out there. Yeah. We... Than the one guy with the one you where he's kind of mean to fat people. Okay. And just like it's a sign that the fascist movement is a failure, their guy. Yeah. He's no Julius Stryker. Like he's, he's not he's fucking not. out here like he is not Absolutely. the guy at the bar last night, however, who had a son and rad tattoo. No. <laughs> oh, yeah. Son and rad tattoo, like a Thor's hammer patch next to an oh. American flag patch. I saw that. I like, texted a friend of mine. I was like, should I go say hi? And they're like, dear God, no. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, People don't, don't like to talk about that, about redacted. No, but it but, does exist. Oh, it does. Yeah, I guess the other thing I want to talk about in countries, Hot Girl Summer, currently happening right sure. now, yeah. is Fast Car. Have you not seen the whole Fast Car thing? What is Fast? Is that is this F1? Are we talking about Formula One? Yeah, yeah, that's what Are I call it. Are we talking it? about Fast for, yeah, for, Forza Horizon 5? The one in Formula One's the car, and the yes. F stands for Fast. Fast yes. Car. Fast car. No, you know the Tracy Chapman song that your like lesbian friends listen to. You absolutely. If Rachel, do. if Rachel were on, she would know. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I I might have heard it before, but you I, absolutely have. Okay. Everyone's heard it. Some of those songs that everyone's heard. Okay. And Tracy Chapman, like "Steal My Sunshine" by Len. No one has heard that song. <laughs> Not a single person. <laughs> All right. Continue. Sorry. I'm gonna link it. Yep. All right. The power of edit because you need to, you need to understand what madness you, you you make a, a big assumption in assuming that there is a power of editing fast All car right. everybody knows it let's see let's steal my sunshine you sure it is impossible that you've been alive and you don't know this song um, i'm listening oh okay yeah all right yep yeah <laughs> i did not know who sang that but yeah 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 okay. it's an objectively good song yeah um it was recently covered by a guy named Luke Combs. Okay. Uh, is he an old Crow Medicine show? I have no idea. Luke Combs? Combs. Might be a different Luke. Okay. Yeah, different his, guy then. His cover essentially added nothing to the song. I think I went to high school with this guy. I didn't. Also has a large red beard. I could not tell you the difference between him and Oliver Andy in a police no. lineup. No. Like they look like the same dude, yes. as far as I'm concerned. Yep. They are the same dude, I can't otherwise. Uh, Luke Combs did a cover that is now very popular, it's charted higher than the original. Wow, all right. This is upsetting people because Tracy Chapman is a black woman who is very quiet about her sexuality, but so probably gay. Okay. And Luke Combs looks like Oliver Anthony. He's like a fucking big, white, southern dude. Yeah. People don't like the discuss. Okay, so the 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 only equivalent that I have right now, and I know what you're going to say, but I'm going to say it anyway, is going to be a fucking. Please go ahead. Baldur's Gate three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is. <laughs> the, I, I was like, it could be Baldur's Gate three because that's what Aaron's life is, <laughs> or it's music. So this could be about Fiddler on the Roof or the producer. <laughs> No, it's like the community has talked them. The community, quote heavy quotes, has talked themselves into believing that the game dev is going to do a bunch of different things that they have talked themselves into believing was the intention all along. It's a shared delusion that they have all created, and because there are not indications that this will happen immediately soon, I can just see as if I am in Minority Report 
and I can see, you know, the precog vision of what's happen going to happen soon. And I can see the Baldur's Gate 3 subreddit turning into a shrieking hellhole in yeah. the next week. They're GameStop stalking themselves. They are game. Yes. They are stalking themselves. Stalk. Yes. Yeah. So what I'm getting at is uh people need to touch. Yes. I don't know anything about Looms. He might be a douchebag. I'm he might sure be a good guy. Is. You can there are better things to be upset about in the world. Go outside. Be angry at Ted Wheeler for being a dipshit. Be angry at your mayor for being a dipshit, because they probably are a dip. Yes. For the love of God, channel your anger into something that is going to help you. And you just hit on where I wanted to end this episode, okay. which is like Jason Aldean, a great person to try to shoot at one of his concerts, hypothetically. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. In Minecraft. Not in allegedly. Roblox. Yeah, in, in Roblox. The, the Fortnites. The, the, the Minecraft of the youth. Yes. <laughs> yeah, like, he sucks. Rational thing to get mad about that he made, like, the fascist anthem of the early summer. Yeah. Um. These other two things. I have another analogy, but go on. Is it, a, is it Fiddler on the Roof Base? It is not Fiddler on the Roof. It is another dumb thing that people got angry about. <laughs> Two dumb it? things. What Two dumb it? things. So the first dumb thing, chronologically, is that Killian Murphy playing Robert Oppenheimer, who's a Jewish man, and uh, Killian Murphy is Irish. And the second thing is this, the Maestro Nose thing, for sure, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And I saw snippets of this in left-wing Jewish groups in 2020, when they were losing their goddamn mind about how dare the Goyim use challah for brunch. <laughs> it's just one of the best breads. Like, come on. It's, it's fucking bread, man. Like, cool the fuck down. <laughs> and then they're, this is not people, this is not Southern Baptists <laughs> appropriating Passover. Every Passover, I send out a picture of a hollow loaf braided into a cross, in case you're wondering, <laughs> listener. <laughs> Which is where this is coming from. That's not where the, that's, it's hollow. It's bread. And like, I, I tried to have civil things about this and it would just devolve into like people who needed to touch grass <laughs> yeah. would lose their goddamn minds to be like, no, this is anti-Semitism. No, no. anti-Semitism is people who misread entire situations and start like spray painting a fucking restaurant when they should go after like maybe an embassy. I don't know. Allegedly. <laughs> yeah, allegedly. <laughs> or, you know, anti-Semitism is Perhaps uh, the people who spray paint one of the synagogues in town or the Holocaust. Cool your fucking jets. Yeah. Anti-Semitism is saying one mean thing about Israel, for example. One mean thing. <laughs> yeah, one mean thing. Say one thing. <laughs> yeah. Because everyone knows that Israel, you go if fascism happens where you live. <laughs> Ignore the fascism that happens <laughs> in Israel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, it's it, like this, this just yeah. insanity. And I... I I think everyone has always. Yes. This is a, a fact about humanity, but the social media has made it so goddamn worse. And yes. I blame Tumblr because that's when I grew up is Tumblr is where the lunatics hung out. <laughs> yeah. And it's in, in my warped view of, of this all, it's like the Tumblr frustration of every social media platform where everyone like has aimlessly to. Pissed. Yeah. And it's like you have a legitimate just focus for your. That's legit, but you got to do something productive with it, and you have to be smart. You can't just blow your entire just energy uh, at, at 
Luke Combs for covering a popular song. Yeah, like it's he covered a song. This is what people, and it it's it's also the same thing of like I don't know if you were in in redacted when there was like the the Michigas about like people white people owning taco restaurants. Oh good. <laughs> oh. And it, it it I think it's like people see these video essays about how important food is culture and they don't exercise critical thought in their daily lives and so they apply that to every yeah yeah because they want to sound smart and the people that they spend all of their time watching on youtube say these things yeah to keep it in our cultural wheelhouse i watched an hour 45 minute video essay about how the lion king one and a half is anti-semitic <laughs> what i was having a rough day can you explain this please yeah, so Timon of Timon and Pumbaa is Jewish. His name is Timon Berkowitz, and he's Jewish. All the meerkats are Jewish in the Lion this, King, canonically this... speaking. What? Yes. They're is this just... They're is canonically this just... Jewish. Is this just because Nathan Lane voiced Timon? <laughs> I have no idea. Okay. Timon Berkowitz is a canonically Jewish meerkat. and I'm going to look this up. I, and, I got and it. And all the meerkats I... speak Yiddish to each other. No, they don't. Yes, they do. No, they don't. That's yes, they an... do. I not like just Yiddish. But meerkats they wiki. But they throw in what? They're Jewish. <laughs> All the Lion King meerkats are Jewish. Be Timon's earlier days, back with his meerkat family, including his mother Ma and Uncle Max. They're Jewish. That what? <laughs> <laughs> I get really into the Lion Half. I <laughs> plot. <laughs> They watch uh, sometime before the events. Of the he's an outcast from daydreaming. It leads to the near death of his uncle Max. The hands of the hyenas. Uh, yada. Is this just like a Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead version of Lion King? Is that what this is? Essentially, yeah. It's from okay. the perspective of Timon, who leaves his oppressive Jewish family and his nagging Jewish mother. To right. go live in a land of plenty and then leads his community out of a desert and God, into the Moses. land of plenty. He's he's Miracle Moses. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's, he's Jewish. He's Timon Berkowitz. That's the plot of the Lion King one and a half. Huh. <laughs> All right. It's just Exodus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone remembers Moisha's mother. <laughs> Yeah, and at the end of this essay, the person just been like an hour and 45 tearing into like the fact that the Lion King one and a half is anti-Semitic and then wraps up the video being like, I love this movie. I don't care. Like I'm Jewish, like the Lion King one and a half. What, it's what fine. Are they, what's their argument for being anti-Semitic? That it's like making a lot of like jokes about Jewish people throughout. Do they hate Mel Brooks? Well, like none of the creators of Lion King one and a half are Jewish. Okay. Which makes it strange that the movie is incredibly Jewish. And they were like, I've made an hour and 45 minute video essay about this and I don't dislike the movie. I'm not telling you you shouldn't watch it. You do critical media studies to like see things in a new light and learn something about both the thing yourself in that process. So it can be fine. I can make an hour and 45 minute video, this part of it, and still like it. And I just feel like we could use that more as a culture. Do you think it's an anti-Semitic movie? I have never seen The Lion One and a Half. 
but you will soon, I'm sure. <laughs> I have ground the moment of this podcast to a halt with this example. You have. It, it, I mean, it's got a, it's, Jerry Stiller is in it. <laughs> Matthew Broderick. This is now a podcast about the Lion King one and a half. One and a half. I, I, all right. Yeah. All right. Going back to that. Um, I don't know. It's, it's fucking weird. Like, you gotta be able to roll with, I don't know. If it's funny, I don't know. It's funny. Yeah. Fucking relax, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, are you gonna say Walter Subcheck is a, is an anti-Semitic character? Because John Good. Every character in Seinfeld. Every character in Seinfeld is anti. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, no, because they're David the Creators. But no, it's just like yeah, fucking chill. Yeah. It's, it's you should you should be able to poke fun at other people and like yeah. as long as it's not like the meerkats are all drinking the blood of a Christian animal <laughs> or something. Then... That would have been awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been fucking incredible in the Lion King lab. <laughs> Introducing oh, the yeah. blood libels in the yeah. Lion King canon. Timon drinks lion blood as a <laughs> Oh god. <laughs> and, I, and I feel like it cheapens Jason Aldean's fascism to say that Oliver Anthony is in like the same class. Like yeah. Jason Aldean is like, I'll shoot you. Yeah. If you come me, to my town, me and the boys person. are gonna beat the shit out of you yeah. if you do this. Yeah. Whereas Oliver Anthony said that politicians have sex with children on, which is true. Yeah. And is kind of me to obese people and welfare recipients, which is just something that any small town everybody. Thinks. Yeah. It's not great. Yeah. But yeah, it's yeah. not Jason Aldean. Yeah. You. You are right. Perhaps. Perhaps I jumped the gun in my in my analysis guy. Maybe. And if you're gonna get mad at him for anything, you need to be upset that he rhymes 300 pounds with the bags of fudge rounds, which is one of the most forced rhymes I've ever that, heard. That in my is life. A, a very yes, that it's, is a, it's right. atrocious writing, and we should all be upset with him for that. <laughs> But yeah, maybe this is like a time for a little like critical media studies where we can like actually evaluate what's fascist and what isn't as like a part mm-hmm. of our cultural zeitgeist. And we can use countries, Hot Girl Summer, where fucking all of the billboard charts were dominated by it to like have a nuanced yeah. discussion about what makes something suck or not. I like, invite you to have that conversation with people while I sit. I have it, and it's exhausting. I'm done. How is it? How is it? How does it go? I have not been having the bill aside from just <laughs> sighing and going. Ah. So what? How does the discussion go in your experience? Well, as a master of polite conversation, uh, the most. Yeah, it's I mean, compared start. to me, you are. <laughs> <laughs> I I I go from like from I'm listening to you to just doing like an Adam Sandler. <laughs> <laughs> like off the bat so you are that's fair yeah <laughs> it's gone like me talking to someone who's been like it's just a song bro and i've been like here's the reason why jason aldean's a fascist and that's one conversation I have and then they're like get over it snowflake and i'm like i hope you get shot at a jason aldean con-. and then it ends <laughs> um, <laughs> you need to stop going to that thing <laughs> you, you never <laughs> People seem to want to talk to you. They really do. It's, <laughs> and it never goes well. It's a problem in bars because I'm like tall. Ah. And I draw moron moth to a flame. 
See, people don't come up to me. Yeah. I'm tall and I like look like I want to talk to people, which is a tragic mistake that I can't grow a beard. That's fair. And see if that changes things. That could be. I wonder if that's part of it. My supple boyish good looks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> boyish, supple boyish good looks. All right, so that, that's one conversation. And the other conversation is the one where I'm like, politicians do have sex with people on islands. And people are like, you're a crazy person. And that's what like frustrates me, is that I haven't had a real conversation about either of these songs, despite trying my best to like, yeah. talk to people who haven't been. Yeah. But and when they say that, you don't go like, well, we we were making jokes about the Epstein list. Yeah, I was like, remember <laughs> fucking like a year and a half ago? You remember Matt Gates? Yeah. You remember <laughs> when they hung him in his cell? Like, <laughs> you remember this? It just happened. It wasn't that long ago. Bill Clinton was uh, there. Yeah. Stephen Hawking was there. For Stephen Hawking there? I did not know that. Yep. What could he? But I don't, I don't get it i don't get why like liberals are freaked out about oliver Anthony. i don't get why conservatives don't know that jason aldean is just the fakest piece of shit that's ever existed i don't get any of it and i'm upset I can <laughs> i'm here today to tell you that i'm upset this is a much healthier version of a, a youtube video essay <laughs> yeah yeah there is no health that comes out of a YouTube video. <laughs> In this essay, I will prove that I am upset. <laughs> I need everyone to calm down or get angrier. <laughs> Depending on what it is that we are discussing. Because, like, if we can't as a country admit that, like, Portland is not just, like, carjacking and liquor store robberies. No, but it is. Oh, yeah. You've yeah. robbed three liquor stores today. Today? How yeah. else am I gonna get Ryan what Reynolds's gin? What? Yeah, he owns aviation gin. Does he really? Yeah, that's fine. I'm not a big fan of gin. I mean, I'll drink it, but <laughs> there was uh, a, a while ago, a friend of mine was back when she was still dating, was going out with this guy, and she was like, I'm really unsure about this guy. And I go, Do you want me to give him an interview? She goes, What does that mean? I was like, I will ask him insane things. <laughs> and and write down his answers and you can under you you will then use this in your in your decision to continue to That's incredible and she said yeah sure let's do it okay so i arrived at this bar early where when he was going to get there and i ordered two straight gins <laughs> <laughs> i had one of the gins in front of me and i had another gin in front of him <laughs> and i i was i wasn't clean shaven but i like i trimmed and was in a suit that was clean and pressed oh good lord <laughs> not your element not my element and i he sat down if it's okay with would like to get started and i ordered you a drink so <laughs> you're welcome and it was i forget the, the a lot of the questions but it was like what are your opinions of wagner's anti-semitism <laughs> oh lord that's incredible <laughs> oh Dude. Why Why did I start talk, telling that story? <laughs> oh, aviation gin. That was fine. Because gin. That was no. the last time I drank straight gin. It's my favorite thing to order at a bar if I want to clinically insane. Yeah, I, no, that's I, exactly I, I why. I genuinely yeah. enjoy gin. And I <laughs> As someone who enjoys sliver of it, I think yeah, that's, that's crazy. No, you're, you, that is an insane choice that you drink Manischewitz, for example. It's not Manischewitz, goddammit. <laughs> I only drink that as a gag. <laughs> 
It does make you it's true. It does. I I uh I thought it would be a funny joke to bring that to someone's house for a Passover dinner. <laughs> And uh, they never spoke to me again. Because <laughs> <So. laughs> you drank it straight from the bottle? They did not think it was a funny joke. <laughs> well, I feel like that's where we get into trouble. <laughs> what, the Manischewitz? Just, just jokes. This is, just this jokes. is an anti-Semitic podcast now because yeah. I'm mocking Manischewitz. Yeah, much like a the Lion King one and a half. Yes, a, a standby of all Jewish culture. Yeah, Manischewitz. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, like, let's all just fucking actually call fascists fascists and not yeah. call Oliver Anthony a fascist. Like no, Shark, you gotta realize that there are a limited amount of responses you can have to people who aren't exactly like you in thought. One is they're a CIA op. Yeah. Two, they're a, they're a fascist. Yeah. And three, they're CIA. Yeah, those are those are the three responses that you can have. Yeah. My favorite take has been. Uh, it was floating around for a while. I don't know if it still is. Is that anarchists are just libs? What? Yes. Why? It was an online mark, a very online Marxist thing. Uh, well, and you ask why? The answer is because socialism. You work in a factory. <laughs> oh Lord! <laughs> One of my favorite moments from all of history that doesn't get talked about enough <laughs> is right before the Russian Revolution, like late 1800s, early 1900s. Yep. Um, a bunch of like Moscow and St. Peter's anarchists and nihilists and communist street youths did a thing they referred youths. to. <laughs> did a thing they referred to as going. To- so yeah. they went out to the Russian agricultural area and sure. tried to like do communist and anarchist organizing. And they just knew fuck all. Yeah. Yeah. You can't um, organize from the outside. Yeah. And there was like a resounding failure. And they all like went back to Moscow, just like totally defeated. And it's just well, you know what that means. They tried that in a small tried that town. in a small town. <laughs> and look what happened. Yeah. The czar's men came for them. <laughs> and then they all did a poke. They all did a poke, including the communists. Including the communists, which <laughs> happened quite often, but you know. <laughs> oh yeah. Again, nobody likes. <laughs> Except I don't think anarchists have done bad things to Jews historically. Probably. I, I'm just willing to bet yeah, that it has right. happened. But no, I mean, like by and large, I, I don't know, it's, you don't hear a lot of anarchist I, genocides. I am, yeah, I am less hesitant about bringing up like, oh, I try not to organize things on Shabbos around mm-hmm. anarchists than I am around <laughs> Marxists. Yeah, because so. anarchists didn't write a pamphlet called On the Jewish Question. <laughs> <laughs> and generally speaking, much better people to Oh god, fucking tankies are insufferable at the risk of attracting the wrong online audience. Yeah, uh, well now we've 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 triggered Chapo Trap House and yeah, uh, they they will now come for us. A group oh my of, god. A group of they, people brilliant on their own, but they form like Voltron into one stupid fucking meme when they're together. They form yeah, it's it's um it's it's always sunny in Philadelphia. They share a brain. Yeah. <laughs> and when they're in close proximity it gets divided out evenly, so they're dumber. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yep. yeah. So, nuance. We can do it, maybe. We can. It, you, we should We should try. Yeah. We should try to... Um, how am I going to tie this in the builder's game? 